been a bit since I last spoke to y'all, but before I dig into this episode, I did make some slight changes to the podcast schedule, and I didn't really officially announce it anywhere, but last week while I was caught up in work, I realized that I wouldn't be able to handle the current podcast schedule, and instead of just trying to kind of like push through it, I was like, okay, Jasmine, we're not going to pretend that we can maintain this workload, so let's scale it back a bit. As you guys know, I went back to school, so it's all been a process of just trying to juggle work, my own side projects, this podcast, my channel, and keep on top of my schoolwork all at the same time. Sometimes I feel like I can do 10 different things at once, but at the end of the day, it really wears you down quite a bit. So I'm trying to realize that I'm not in a rush to do things. It's okay to slow down the pace, which is why the rate of this episode and like my future episodes will be a little bit slower. I hope you guys don't mind. And as always, thank you to everyone that has left a review and mentioned how much you enjoyed this podcast so far like you honestly have no idea how much that means to me I know I say this like every other episode and all I can say is that I'm so glad that I can be a part of your morning or evening routines because a lot of you guys tell me that you listen to this as you get ready while you're making your cup of coffee doing your laundry Um, one of my biggest joys is just simply like getting a DM from you guys talking about how much you love this podcast those are the small highlights of my week. Also, if you're discovering me for the first time through my podcast, make sure to follow me on Instagram or Twitter. I'll have both of those handles in the description of this podcast. Um, Okay, quick recap of this week. I went downtown with my friend the other week and can I just say that I love when the trees are transitioning to their fall leaves but the weather still feels like summer. I think that's my favorite combination because the weather is still warm and you can still wear your skirts and t-shirts and also really take in the stunning view of the leaves falling. I can't even remember the last time I genuinely enjoyed going outside during fall season because that's normally the time school starts to pick up and I just typically associate a lot of sad feelings with that for some reason. I have no idea why, but this year it's a little bit different because I'm at home and I'm in a different stage of my life, so it just feels, you know, different. (laughs) Honestly, like when the weather starts to dip and it gets cold, I'm back in the house. You will not catch me doing any fall activities unless I absolutely have to, and one of my friends dragged me out there because I get cold way too easily. I would much rather stay in side. I know, you know, pumpkin picking and fall mazes are a huge thing, but have I ever done that before? No. Will I? Possibly. I never really understood people that got super hyped over fall, but low-key, I think I sort of understand now. It's creeping up on me for sure. I've been lighting up my one Ikea candle that I bought recently and playing Harry Potter ambiance music when I study at night, and that shit hits different, okay? Can I just say, if you haven't tried that yet, I highly, highly recommend. I feel like at this rate, I'm actually going to turn into one of those like white Pinterest moms that start baking festive sugar cookies, and they put on like Gilmore Girls in the background. I can totally see that happening. Okay, so originally I wanted the topic of this podcast to be about what it was like growing up Asian Canadian because I loved watching people do that tag on YouTube back when it was trending, which was like a couple years ago. But these past couple of days, I've been watching a lot of This Is Us 
And for those of you that aren't familiar with that show, it's essentially a fictional series about this family focused mainly on three siblings and how they deal with their day-to-day issues along with their past traumas. You have Kevin, who is this super attractive movie star, Kate, who dreams to be a singer, and then you also have Randall, who wants to connect with his biological father because he was adopted. Everyone has their own set of issues and you see them trying to work it out but you also see where those problems stem from and how it affects their current situation. And of course, you also have the parents in the show, but that's not really who I want to focus on in this particular podcast. They are, of course, really significant characters that have their own set of issues, but we're just going to push them to the side right now. Personally, I think it's a great show. The acting, the plot, dialogue, it's great. But what makes it really stand out is just the way they kind of guide the audience and show the backstory to why the characters are what they are. It's constantly switching back and forth between showing you the past and the future. But what I think that the show does really, really well is incorporate every stage of the characters' lives in the plot. You see what they were like as a child when they were a teen and then present day when they're an adult. And the scenes switch back and forth so seamlessly so the audience can see what happened in the past that made them into what they are today. The flashbacks are such an integral part of their storyline because, you know, it's their history and their memories. And then it makes you almost feel nostalgic for their childhood, which is crazy. And I honestly cannot say enough good things about this show. They do such a wonderful job. And every couple of episodes, I'm like crazy because it's, you know, low-key a very sad show. They depict a lot of real-life situations that don't always have the best endings, but one thing that they do really well is kind of position it in a very optimistic sense. Like, yes, it may be sad, but the world is still moving, and I don't know, that's just like the kind of tone that I get when I watch the show. Now, the reason why I'm mentioning this show is because I want to kind of base this episode around empathy and just digging deeper into the whole topic of individual narratives and stories. And I think This Is Us is a great example of getting people to kind of understand this whole topic. I feel like it's fair to say that almost everyone makes assumptions based off of exterior appearance. You know, it's almost human nature to judge other people. Is it the right thing to do? Not necessarily, but is it a normal thing to do? Yes, because that's kind of been like the whole mindset and perspective that we've all been conditioned to have at one point or another, whether it be from your parents that make it a point to gossip about other people and their kids or your friends, even just the media that you consume. And then as you get older, it becomes this almost subconscious automatic reflex where you just look at someone based off of how they dress, how they act, what types of things they own, how they carry themselves. And then from there, you start to draw up this whole narrative of what this person could possibly be like. And I think that's why to some people, first impressions are such a huge deal and why it seems to stick with them for such a long time. I'm personally not the type to make assumptions after meeting someone for like 30 minutes because I just don't know anything about you to possibly make any judgments. But I know a lot of people that feel like they can really just sense the vibe and energy of the people they meet after like a quick 10 minutes. 
I think I'm not really the type to judge because for me, whenever I meet people for the first time, I'm a little bit more high strung and nervous. So I'm not like a hundred percent myself. And honestly, I'm just so jealous of people that are able to act a hundred percent natural and they don't give like two shits about how other people perceive them because they are so comfortable in their own skin. And that's honestly something that I'm trying to achieve, but you know, it's hard. Some people just don't have that natural inhibition to not care about what other people think um, because you've always had it ingrained within your subconscious that reputation and outward appearance is like one of the biggest things in the world, especially in Asian culture. Growing up, I always felt like my family cared way too much about how we looked to other people. And even to this day, I will admit it's still like that. And, you know, I can critique that. I can say that. I don't like living this way, but at the end of the day, some of these values are just subconsciously stuck with me because of all these years of conditioning, even when I don't like realize it myself. I'm not ashamed to admit it either because in some ways, although it is essentially seen as like a negative trait, it has made me into the person that I am today, whether I like it or not. I don't claim to be a perfect person and I will never be, but being self-aware is good, you know? And the thing is, you can always unlearn the things that you've been taught if you don't believe in them anymore. But it doesn't mean that it will go away all in one night. And it's crazy to even believe in this whole like changing overnight type of situation. It's a process just like everything else. It takes time, patience, admitting where you're wrong, and admitting that you can't always do things right on the first try and to not beat yourself up over it if you can't. So the reason why I want to talk about empathy in this episode is because I've realized that it's not always a common trait to have, which is surprising, but I think it's just because I'm so used to having friends that are able to understand my point of view, Um, and sometimes when I meet someone that doesn't even try to put themselves in other people's shoes, I'm just like, well... That is very, very interesting. People that have this, you know, very narrow approach to life, it kind of scares me in a way because in this day and age, when you literally have access to more information and resources that you could ever imagine, it's almost kind of crazy just how ignorant some people can be and how some people just choose to not educate themselves even though they totally can. Like, for example, people that leave hate comments or go out of their way to explicitly say something mean to someone they do not know at all. Um, Yes, even if you've been watching, you know, a content creator for years, you still do not have the right to make any judgments about their life because you don't know every single aspect about it. And second of all, they did not ask for your opinion. Thank you, but no thank you. I get a lot of comments from people that think they know me based off of my videos, which first of all, can I just say, you know, I'm grateful that you're in tune with so much of my life, but at the end of the day, not everything is publicized, not everything is shown. That is why a lot of content creators like to walk this very fine line of just not bearing everything because people are extremely quick to judge. But like we've learned before, a lot of it comes from their own projections and insecurities. So that's why I don't necessarily take it to heart anymore because all of that outside criticism doesn't really matter to me because those people don't really know who I am, although they think they do, but in actuality, they really don't. So... (laughs) Um, 
But back to my whole stellar rave about This Is Us. The reason why I think it's amazing, spectacular, just all of the great things in the world is because they have this very, very good balance between realistic situations, just like regular, ordinary situations that people actually face on a day-to-day basis. And it's never anything extremely dramatic, but there is still that very unrealistic and optimistic side that makes it a feel-good show at the end of the day. Because in a perfect world, everyone has compassion. They're understanding and empathetic despite their upbringing, despite the personality, despite their situation. And that's one thing that you'll notice in this show. Every character has a very strong moral compass, which allows for them to treat each other with kindness and understanding. I've realized that these days it's been a lot harder for me to watch shows that kind of center around a darker and more pessimistic topic like a couple months ago, I was really, really into Law and Order because I was looking for a show I could just easily watch in between breaks, but it hasn't been feeling the same because I just get so pessimistic about the world whenever I consume too much media about crime, which is just a bummer because I absolutely love watching crime-related shows and documentaries. On This Is Us, whenever a character is going through something, they talk it out, every character has their speech moment, and none of it ever feels cliche or cheesy, and that's always been one of the hardest parts for me whenever I try to find a new show to watch because a lot of shows follow this very generic formula where, of course, there is like, you know, the problem that plays throughout the show, and then at the very end, they resolve their issue, but I feel like with this show in particular, the way that they approach these situations, it's sort of the same, but at the same time, it's not the same. It just does not feel as cliche and the dialogue and writing is just so natural and I think that's what makes me love it so so much because I feel like a lot of shows have a really hard time with making their script sound natural and flow really well but this show does a really good job with this so I'm very happy with that. And then just like another thing that I really love is that they always come to some sort of understanding and the way that they tackle these situations make it seem like everything can be fixed no matter what it is, no matter how big it may be, there's always a solution. For example, there's a couple on the show called Beth and Randall. One of their problems was that Beth felt like their marriage was consuming her life and she felt like she lost a piece of her identity because she's been so focused on letting her husband chase his dreams that she never really made time to consider what she wanted to do in life. And ever since she was little, she's always dreamed of becoming a ballerina. The whole show just talks about her relationship with succeeding and why she had to let go of her dreams so early on. And then Randall, being the most supportive husband ever, realizes that they must compromise in order for them to achieve their dreams and passions. It's just so interesting to see how they work out their issues. It's never just as simple as saying sorry. The show does a great job of portraying how people deal with their emotions and overall just 10 out of 10. And of course, you know, it's never like that in real life. You meet people that are stubborn, people that don't like to talk about their feelings, There are going to be people that think it's better to not say anything at all rather than dig out all of their emotional trauma because they're scared of being vulnerable and appearing different to other people, which is fine because we don't want to be the kind of person that's trying to like force people to talk about their feelings only when they're comfortable to do so. 
But for me, whenever I meet someone that doesn't feel comfortable talking about their emotions, in my head, I'm just thinking like, oh, you know, what made you kind of react in this way? What made you into the person that you are today? Why do you not feel comfortable talking about your emotions? And then I just get into this whole like psyche about trying to, you know, unravel their past and stuff. Um but I feel like this whole episode has just been like a huge ad for This Is Us, but I've been so obsessed with it these past couple of days, and I love just diving into shows and figuring out why they're as good as they are. I think for me, This Is Us is like a form of optimistic escapism and a tap into what it would be like if everyone was empathetic and understanding. You know, it's never like the show doesn't try to portray a perfect world, but it's about how you choose to look at situations and how you choose to deal with them at the end of the day and that's you know what's most important and I think that's the most important lesson to take away from that Um, and another thing that I realized was that you know bad actions don't always necessarily equal a bad person another thing that I remember picking up was that reading books can actually improve someone's empathy I cannot remember for the life of me where I picked up that little tidbit from but I feel like it's probably accurate you don't have to fact check okay because um, for a lot of individuals that's like the first time that they're given this chance to put themselves in other people's shoes you're reading from a different person's perspective and you realize that there's more than one way of looking at things and everyone is just inherently different. Also, I've been really into reading books these days. Every single night I've been reading a little bit of the Harry Potter series. Lo and behold, I have not read the series yet. I know it's crazy. Please don't shame me for this. But growing up, I've just never been like a Harry Potter girl, even though like everyone else was obsessed with it. I don't know why. This is not me trying to sound quirky. I legitimately just had no interest in it for some reason (laughs) but yeah now I'm just trying to catch up on that and I'm having such a good time it's like one of the things that I look forward to it's a part of my whole nighttime routine and I'm just so so happy that reading has become such a special part of me winding down and relaxing and I've sort of found that spark to get lost in a book again and I really really miss that because that was such um, an essential part growing up in my childhood I was always always reading even when I went to family parties and gatherings and things like that Um, one of the reasons was because I was very shy and so (laughs) that was almost like an excuse for me not to talk to anyone if I had a book open it would be like hey you know um, I'm not trying to purposely avoid people I'm actually just trying to read so leave me alone thank you (laughs) but yeah so I'm really glad that this whole quarantine and social distancing thing has given me the time to really find my passion for books again and of course I love the fact that the Harry Potter trend is happening on TikTok so it's given me the extra motivation to see like what's up (laughs) but yeah so I'm not really sure what the whole point of this episode was but all I knew was that I wanted to talk about empathy and of course highlight my newest TV show obsession essentially. I hope you guys have all been doing well so far. Don't forget to leave your reviews and five-star ratings in this podcast if you liked it of course. It helps me out a ton and lets other people discover my podcast that have maybe never ever heard of it. Also if you're new here don't forget to follow me on Instagram and I will see you guys next time. Bye!